The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley. Hello, Steve. Hello, Larson. It's me, Dexter Loomis, NXT Superstar. So here's my shout-out to the Going In Raw podcast. Clever name. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you can be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found. And of course, tape live at the Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson. Uh, where at some undisclosed future date, but hopefully before the end of the year, as part of the Survivor Series predictions, punishments, I will be donning my green lantern. There you go. Look at this. Look at look at the freaking abs and the pecs I'm about to sport. Look at these. Look at those lats. Those are like Triple no, H 2000. There's no mask in there? I thought there was supposed to be a mask in there. I checked, man. No mask. And it smells kind of All funky, right. too. Wash um, it. Yeah. Was this, is like, did this belong to somebody before me? Uh, I mean, I bought it. So was I don't this think so. Is this at You no, got this? I got a, I got a, eBay, I got a Craigslist. Amazon, man. Okay. That Smells should like... be brand spanking new. All right. Uh, so I'm gonna be watching the Green Lantern movie as my punishment, which an excellent choice, by the way. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, so I gotta watch that thing. It's gonna be painful. Yeah. Green, okay. Green... So it's supposed to come with t-shirt, eye mask, and a ring. What? It was supposed to come with a ring, and I didn't yes. get the ring. No. What a ripoff. All right. Oh, Let's I wanted I can... that ring. Let me see what I can do about that. I've got the, the stuff right here. Anyways, what a bummer. How am I supposed to to guide guard my secret from people? Anyways. I know. I know. <laughs> what a ripoff. Anyways. Uh, uh, so, yeah, uh, that's happening. I'm going to be announcing the date for that at some point soon. <clears throat> uh, we'll watch the Green Lantern. Uh, with the friendos on the Amazon Prime. So hopefully you have Amazon Prime because you'll be able to see it right here. Also, you'll be able to see right here, unless they change the rules at the last minute, uh, Impact Wrestling this Tuesday, uh, where we're going to hear more from the new AEW World Champion, uh, Kenny Omega and Don Callis. We'll see how they approach that. Uh, So, yeah. I'm assuming... Exciting stuff. Exciting stuff. Exciting stuff. I, I make sure you get your mask and ring delivered to you. That'd be awesome. That'd be great. Uh, so uh, we've got a war, war war games coming up. War games uh, this weekend should be a killer show. We'll be doing our live reactions this Sunday to that with the Enforcer. That should be a lot of fun. Uh, last night on NXT, we had. Uh, I think you and I could both agree on this. A fairly underwhelming go home show. Yeah. Uh, but uh, of course, before we get into that, let's just go ahead and do our predictions. Now, since that is the the title of the episode and it's on the thumbnail, big word, predictions. Yes. Uh, So we'll just hop right into that. Big Red is on the line. 
depending on what your answers are, I might change up some of mine as we go along Hold here. Hold on, that's not the way predictions are supposed to work, though. We're supposed to do our predictions independently, and then that's that. You're not supposed yeah, to Yeah, I've done mine, things. but, you know, I, yeah, I might have to do... Too. Yeah, so I've got what I think is going to happen, but if we're all the same... I'm going to have to make some changes in well, order to take some risks to. Well, here's the thing too: is is, I, yeah, we have all the same picks. Confidence points are different, so if any match doesn't go the way we both think it will, that alters things too. Like if Gargano ends up losing, I have one confidence point, you have two. That could change things. Wait, are all our all, all our stuff is the same? All our picks are the same. Just confidence points. You're looking at them right now, right? Okay, all right. Yeah, I can fine. see them right here. Uh, here. Like if Ciampa loses, there we'll do that. All right, and we'll do. Uh... Uh, actually, no. Let's see. We'll do this. We'll do this. That's actually where I have most of my confidence points. Wait, why do I have five there? Oh, that's you. That's me. Uh, yeah. Okay. So we'll do this, and then we'll do. Look, the the rule the rule is this: as long as by the finish of us talking about predictions, then it's locked in. It doesn't matter yeah, where I get no, my it, info it, it, from. It kind of defeats the idea of doing confidence points and stuff. If after we announce our picks, you can go through and change everything. The idea no. is we do our picks independent of each other, and then we say what they are, and then that's that. That's the whole idea of it. Yeah, I know, but I can change my answer based off of information that I get vis-a-vis you talking. I can do that. We that's a that's a time honored tradition. We we do that no, all the time. The, the, the genesis of this is is is, is picking leagues, fantasy football. You don't go. You don't get to see what all the other league uh, uh, teams in the league pick or managers in the league pick before making your picks. You make your picks independent of everybody else. It kind of doesn't matter how I make my pick as long as my pick my pick is solid by the end of the show. That's the rule. Well, that's right now it's rule. not solid. It's you got two with four confidence points on it. Uh, yeah. Let's see here. Oh, this was that, and this was this. Okay, that's fine. We'll do that. But yeah, I might change some of these. We'll see. Anyways, uh, first up, we've got the North American Championship match. What is this? Leon Ruff versus yeah. Damian Priest versus yeah. John. 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 Gargano. John. Uh, I'll do Correct. that. Man, nah. <laughs> I mean, I know these are. I, I, I gotta. Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, what, John? You got John? How many John. points? You only got one on this, really? I got one on John. Pick it up the win. I feel pretty decent about it, but you never know. It's either gonna be John or Damian I'm gonna do. Priest. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm gonna do. I we can both agree it's not gonna be. I'll just go with Priest because. All right. Uh, yeah, I think it's gonna be John. What? Why? Are you, what? This is like this is not abnormal, you know. I'm trying no, to get it's big not, red. You back. just you just started doing it this way, and I've been okay with it. But I kind of feel like this goes against the spirit of what the whole thing was supposed to be to, to begin with. Yeah, but here's the thing: if there's a show, I'll put it this way: if there's a show where you and I are both like on the, completely on the same page, my goal I don't care about this. I, I care about getting big red back. Okay, and I'm gonna do what I need to get it back. Here, listen, Same as you listen. did last time. I don't know yeah, where the last time is I knew I needed to do that, so I had my picks out there before we even did our predictions. So I you had were just all predicting what I was going to predict. You were predicting no. what I was going to predict. No, I knew I had a good sense of what the when we, what was it? It was Hell in the Cell, whatever it was before that, where I had to go take some chances. Yeah, I I had a feeling of what I, who was going to win those matches. Yeah. Or had a feeling like what you were going to pick. So I just did sometimes, but I didn't know your picks weren't written down for me to see to make those adjustments. Look, man, I'm just trying to win Big Red back. Yeah, you're doing it by by uh, undermining the spirit of what this competition is supposed to be about. Well, if if we always get these right, which we, like we rarely do. No. Anyways, I'm just going with Damian Priest here. Fine, go with Damian points. Priest. I am going to do that, actually. Next up, uh, strap match. Uh, no, this isn't a strap match. Next up is yeah, Champa versus Champa. Why do I have what? Champa versus Grimes here? That's weird. That Loomis, is, you you have this. Time. You wrote that. 
This isn't Champa versus Grimes, man. No, it's Loomis versus Prime. I was tired this morning. Still am tired. Loomis versus Grimes in a strap match. Uh, Steve has uh, Grimes with four. And I have Grimes with three. Uh, Goho math on this was totally in, in Grimes' favor. He's kind of been on the short end of much of this feud. He kind of needs this win. Mm-hmm. We never explained our picks for the last match. I just feel like Gargano, he's got the, the ghost-faced people uh, back in his play. That'll probably come into play. Um, so it's all about whether Damian Priest could overcome uh, the 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 many ghost faces that will probably be around the ring at some point. There are. Here's the thing, and this is this is why I think you should be okay with me changing my pick here. Is I yeah I do feel like Gargano has like the best is probably the best choice. But here's the thing, also, I kind of feel like if it wasn't for a rough winning yesterday, like that to me took him out of it. Yeah. Uh, if, if it wasn't for that happening, though, <clears throat> if they approached their go-home segment in a different way, there is a strong case to be made for all three of these guys. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, the case for Damian Priest is is pretty simple. They don't want Gargano to lose clean to Priest, so they use Leon Ruff as you know a proxy here as mm-hmm. a way to get that title back on Damian Priest, which I think is like a, a completely normal and, and reasonable yeah. way to go here. Yeah. I just thought that Gargano was sitting there. Uh, he was sort of made to look a fool yesterday, which means that he, I mean, that's him, you know, the 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 the, the stand tall there is for Ruff and Priest. You know, then Gargano picks up the win. But uh, it's perfectly it's perfectly within reason that Priest is going to win this. So I got Priest with two confidence points. Very well, very well. Uh, we talked to Loomis or Ciampa versus Grimes in the strap match after that women's war game match. I was feeling really good about the prospect of Team Shotzi winning. Mm-hmm. Uh, until she won that ladder match. Uh, I'm still picking team shots. See, two confidence points, but it's not like I feel super great about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like yeah. on paper, her team should totally win. Her team is loaded. Loaded. Yeah, so Candace is, it has Candace. Yeah, Dakota but Candace Kai, also has... Yeah, Raquel Dakota Gonzalez, Kai, and they're, no, they're no joke. Yeah, No, Tony they're no Storm, slouches no either. It's not, there's no way to disrespect to Team Candace, but you got Shotzi, you got EO, you got Rhea, and you got Ember Moon. That's a loaded team. I mean, Ember isn't booked the strongest in the world at this point. Um, but I no, I totally see your point. You got two former champions there. And no former champions on the other team. No, you got two was former to- champions. Was Tony ever was t- was Tony uh, NXT, NXT UK? UK, UK yeah. Okay, all right, all right. We well, got two former champions and the current women's champion on on Team Shotzi. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, so, so yeah, I've got Shotzi also with one confidence point. I mean, mm-hmm. it'd be easy to say, well, she they have the advantage. Shotzi has the advantage, so they're going to somehow lose this. But I think I think there will be something early on that sort of evens the odds for. Mm-hmm. But then it, you know that'll be early on, and, and yeah, you know. they'll overcome. Yeah. Uh, next, Tommaso Ciampa. Now that he's done with the strap match, is be taking on Timothy Thatcher. Thatcher's Thatch can. Uh, they super telegraphed the finish of this. Thatcher choked out Tommaso Ciampa uh, in a Thatcher's Thatch can segment. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa's totally winning this. Um, you know, his whole thing is about people taking liberties with other talents. Uh, that's what Thatcher does. Ciampa's going to go and, 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 and beat him. Five confidence points. I got all my confidence points on Ciampa picking up this W. Yeah, that's a, that's a smart move on your part. I've got Ciampa with three, but that's only because that's only because I've got all my confidence points on God. This I really hope this is not Shotzi Blackheart needs to be standing tall 
as like the winner of women's war games in the main event. That should main event. This next match should not main event. But I'll be will. honest with you. This should open the show because <laughs> this is the stupidest man that I, I Pat McAfee. It's not. I want to see this guy get beat up heat. This is get off my TV at this point. Heat. Agreed. He's dragging everybody down. He sucks. I'm sorry. I'm going to just say that he sucks. Well, He's that's what he so says about boring. Us wrestling fans is that we oh, suck. it's so lazy. It's such a lazy thing. Yeah, to... his his trash talk is has gotten the point where it is very lazy. Is the word you suck? I have all this money. I throw it around because I can, and because of that, we're the best. Yeah, that's all yeah. he says. That's all he says. I've got undisputed era winning this. I've got five confidence points, and it's basically on principle because there's no way they should lose this. It would None. be the stupidest thing if they lost it this. Would. It would. I got undisputed era four confidence points. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's hop into this. So yeah. So basically, this is going to come down to uh, maybe Damian Priest, but I, th- again, also the confidence points. Confidence involved. points. That's, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Anyways, uh, so uh, NXT kicked off with a really lovely tribute to Pat Patterson with uh, Frank Sinatra's My Way playing, and uh, it was it was a really, I thought it was pretty lovely. Uh, after that, uh, to kick off the show, we had Damian Priest and Leon Ruff in tag action yeah. versus Legato Del Fantasma. Uh, with Gargano on commentary, they so set bef- this up for yeah. the match. Priest had a backstage thing mm-hmm. when those earlier in the day WB.com exclusives where he said that he's replacing Kurt Stallion. I guess he and Ruff are supposed to have a match against Legato Del Fantasma. Hold on a second. Enforcer is claiming that you didn't give your confidence points for the North American title, which you had one, one. on Gargano. Oh, I thought I did one confidence point. And then point on women's Johnny. war games, you have two, two okay. on Shotzi. Yeah, two. Anyways, continue. Uh, so anyways, uh, Damian Priest, he said he went to Regal, said, I'll replace Kurt Stallion. I'll be uh, Leon Ruff's partner because he wants to make sure that Leon Ruff makes it to take over. And then Legato steps up to him. He's like, hey, you sure you really want to do this? And then Damian Priest grabs uh, Joaquin Wilde and throws him into a garage door. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they've uh, they've they've sort of... They, Legato del Fantasma, they're, they're not... They're booked really strong, I guess, in the cruiserweight division. Yeah, uh, I, maybe. Who was it that took out like both? Who did they? Was it Atlas who took out both members of Legato del Fantasma last week or the yeah. week before? Yeah, yeah, they're not booked all that strong, anyways. <clears throat> uh, so uh, this particular match, let's see here. Uh, so Legato del Fantasma, they're towards the start of it. They're booked pretty dominant on the outside. Legato Del Fantasma gets. I'm sorry, Damien Priest was booked pretty dominant. Yeah, the, until he saw Ghostface in the crowd. Yeah, uh, Scream character has a name now in NXT canon is Ghostface. Ghostface, and there's several of them. Uh, so Damien Priest uh, looks for a reckoning on uh, Raúl Mendoza, and he sort of he does his big, you know, oh my pose, goodness, yeah. like this is going to yeah. have the pose, and then Leon Ruff tags himself in. Uh, Priest hits it. And then Ruff hits a big splash for three and the win. So Leon Ruff picks up the victory for his team there. Yeah, uh, the Damian Priest is kind of match. celebrating with Leon Ruff. And then he says, you know, essentially, I'm going to beat you. He turns to Johnny to talk trash to him. And now there's two ghost face behind, uh, behind Johnny. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're multiplying. Mm-hmm. Uh, so after that, we had a team Candace. No, no, no. After that, we Shotzi. had an undisputed. Oh, yeah, we had Shotzi. She finished up her new tank, but we didn't get to see it. We haven't got to see it because uh, Ember and Rhea entered, and they said, we have a gift for you. Every war machine needs an engine. And so they pull, like, the piece of fabric off of it, and it's, like, glowing. We don't actually see the engine. So I'm guessing this is some sort of uh, fission reactor. Mm-hmm, yeah. a flux capacitor. That could be. I hope it just has some cool LEDs on it. Yeah, you know. but it was emitting quite a bit of light. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shossi says, I think I'm in love. Uh, let's get ready for war. Yeah. So this yeah. tank is going to be something off. It's going to be off the charts, man. I like, I, I went back and I watched the uh, the little segments where like Rhea and Ember show up um, to like, you know, say, hey, we're in. Mm-hmm. And I like an Ember segment. She just had like a little pile of like random metal scraps. <laughs> she just throws them on the thing and says, <laughs> I'm in. Shossi's like, what the hell am I supposed to do with this stuff? <laughs> bunch of random ass. Anyways, like she went into her shed and grabbed a bunch of random shit. Uh, after that, we had an undisputed era war games package. So, like, man, they're. I wanted to say they're trying, but are they really? So, like, it was filmed nicely. It looked cool. Yeah, it looked, it looked nice. like an Ocean's Eleven nice. movie. It did. They're in a um, limo. They're riding around. The optics of them being in a restaurant, though, are not good. They're in a restaurant. Oh, yeah, I didn't even think about that. That's a good point. They're in Florida. Don't, haven't yeah. you heard? You can do anything in Florida, Larson. Yeah, but should you? <sighs> so anyways, they're at dinner. I'm assuming they got their own little private room, right? Um, Cole, w- with a straight face, says this. This is the most we've been tested. Our backs are literally against the wall. Larson, let's take a look. Let's, I mean, let's take a look down memory lane it's, here. It's his job to try to sell a match, so... Let's take it. Let's take a quick trip down memory. Well, the first lane. war games, of course, it was it was undisputed era. Then as a three man faction against uh, authors of pain, and Roderick Strong. That was yeah. the first one. I just want to look at last year. Well, then what year was Ricochet, Pete Dunne, and uh, War that Raiders? That was twenty eighteen. That was twenty eighteen. Correct. And then last year it was Kevin Owens, Keith Lee, Dijakovic, and Champa. That is a powerhouse team. Really that is. team could be a Survivor Series team that sweeps. Mm-hmm. That is an insanely strong team. Really good team. And I'm supposed to believe that a podcast host, uh, two, two really the, talented, two really talented, but journeyman wrestlers under. Yeah, journeyman's a good word. Pete Dunn and Pete Dunn, who admittedly is jacked, but and like. Scary. Pete Dunn's scary. Yeah, he's scary. Although he looks completely disinterested in being around Pat McAfee. Well, and I understand why, because he probably is. Probably totally is. Part of that is Pete Dunn doing his Pete Dunn thing, where he's, you know, kind of aloof. Uh, But this seems, yeah, I can see why this seems maybe more than just, you know, being in character. This is a this is a super underpowered war games team. Taken on the the veterans of war games like this is their match their match it's It's their thing and it's funny because Cole says that and then I think Kyle O'Reilly says something like yeah we should really do some contemplating or something along those lines reflection reflection and Bob Fish says I'm done reflecting can we just kick some ass and I don't know if that was you know them being like okay yeah it's, it's ridiculous for us to even be considering them as competition but also but, that could be the, the story they're pushing is that they're they're looking past them. Hubris. It really should be. I mean, that they, they should be looking past them. 
They should. They really. They should, should be. And then they should honestly after this they should be going to SmackDown or Raw. I mean, it's it's just, come on, hell, so they gonna do? I mean, the only way the only way I see Undisputed Era losing this is if there's a turn. Some member of Undisputed Era turns. <sighs> yeah, that's the only way. There's no way, no way. I mean, I mean, like in terms of the the power rankings, kayfabe wise, of all these wrestlers, I Undisputed mean, Era should just do whatever they can to incapacitate Pete Dunn, handcuff him to the cage, and then cruise to victory from that point on. <laughs> We heard, look, man, we heard a couple months ago, not like maybe maybe two months ago, when the Ridge Holland stuff was happening. So whatever the last takeover was, yeah, that Roderick Strong and Bob Fish were supposed to turn on. They were supposed to become heels, and they they had teased that stuff. Maybe you're right. Maybe maybe or I'm sorry. Maybe you're onto something. Like if they lose, it's gonna be because of that happening. In which case, me putting five confidence points on this. But here's the thing: given given the history between Roderick, not that you know wrestling doesn't overlook previous beefs, but like the nature of Pete Dunne's beef with Undisputed Era was Roderick Strong turning on him and joining Undisputed Era. They have said that. They have said. So if Roderick Strong then turns on Undisputed Era to line with Pete Dunne, it's going to be a bit of a head scratcher. Yeah. Right. Yeah. In terms of everybody's character's motivation, because you'd assume at some point Pete Dunne would have to be in on the whole turning heel aspect of it of of Roddy and Bob Fish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then also, if they join Pat McAfee's group, it would kind of have to be as a tag team. Well, they'd be jo- aligning with the tag team champions. Yeah. The very no, belts no. you'd probably want to be going for. Yeah, right. None yeah. of it makes sense for them to turn heel. None of it would join make sense. with McAfee. None of it would make sense. Anyways, after that, we had a Team Candace interview. <clears throat> she says the other team is barely even a team. And then Raquel Gonzalez says basically she's going to win tonight. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. 
connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Uh, After that, we had Cameron Grimes versus August Gray. Uh, August Gray got some offense in. He had a showing. But in the end, Grimes won with a brutal-looking cave. I love that cave-in. Man, yeah, cave-in's good, man. It's it's great. So uh, Grimes wins with a cave-in. Starts running his his mouth afterwards. Uh, puts a, did he actually did he actually put Gray in the strap there? Yeah, he put a, sort he put of, a strap okay. around uh, Gray's wrist and then starts beating him with it. Starts beating on him, and then Gray sort of rolls out the ring, and uh, Grimes says, "The great thing about this is that Loomis can run." And, you know, I mean, he can't hide, but then Loomis comes back instead of August Gray. He comes up behind Cameron Grimes. Mm-hmm. Grimes, Grimes turns around, freaks out. Loomis starts whooping the shit out of him with the strap. Yeah. So that's that leads me to believe Grimes is totally oh, winning. Grimes is totally winning. Grimes yeah. is totally winning. Yeah. Totally. Totally. Uh, after that, that uh, we mm-hmm. had uh, Jake Atlas versus Tony Nese. Uh, Tony Nese has fallen uh, uh, quite far um, from winning the Cruiserweight title at WrestleMania. Yeah. to uh, being essentially enhancement talent NXT these days. Yeah. You saw that coming, though, right? I was hoping they could do something with Tony because in the ring, he's really good. I know. He's fantastic. He is really fantastic in the ring. Uh, I just don't know what you're... He needs to be... part. Honestly, he needs to be like the Roderick Strong of a faction, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Like he needs to be in a bad guy faction and they're just... They don't, he needs don't to lose the premier athlete gimmick. That's we've seen his ceiling because this is what it is. The inability for him, and I mean, I, you know, you, you can put it on creative or whoever, whomever, for him not to adapt and change his character up. You know, they have him just sort of in this role. Mm-hmm. I don't know. If, I don't know if he'd be. You know, Tony Nese in a G one would be a lot of. He's that's where he should go. I don't know. Maybe he's probably happy. He's probably just fine. He's getting paid a bunch of money in WWE, so he's probably yeah, happy. Maybe. maybe. Um, but uh, but if it were, you know, if, if if the wrestling gods were like, where would you like to see Tony Nese? I'd love to oh. see him work New Japan. That'd be fun. I think he'd be a blast there. Yeah, he'd man. be so he's much really fun there. Mm-hmm. He's really good. This match, you know, wasn't very long, but it was it was fun. Yeah, it was um, cool. Jake Atlas. They got Jake fun. Atlas with this mean streak going now. Mm-hmm. Um, so he, he Tony Nese gets some shots in. He misses his his uh, double springboard moonsault, but then hits a spin kick, gets a two. He sets up for a running Nice. Uh, Jake avoids that. Hits kind of like a jawbreaker type thing. Uh, follows with the cartwheel DDT to get the win. Afterwards, he has an interview. Says there's a pattern with him. Take three steps backward to take one huge step forward. It's been that way for a while. He says he's not cruiserweight champ now, but he's picked up a win for himself here. He's got momentum. He's got momentum. Yeah, he's going to keep going forward till he beats Santos Escobar and becomes cruiserweight champ. Fantasma. So uh, after that, or during that match, we saw the Pat McAfee group uh, pull up, and the Pat McAfee Foundation then comes to the ring. Uh, Pat first pays his respects to Pat Patterson, well, yeah. and then turns then around he, and says, "But then the he person- then, then tries to put me to sleep because <laughs> it's like copy repeat from what he said last week." It's the same stuff. You all suck. I don't like wrestling fans. I have a lot of money. I bought uh, each of these guys' services to help me achieve my goals. Don't you wish you had my money? We're the greatest. Uh, And that's it. That's what he says every single time. Remember when I said he was like the Shane McMahon of NXT? What's worse than that? What's, What's like even more boring than that? 
Whatever that is, it's him. He's now occupying his own space of guy he's, who he's, just... He's kind of going to when Eric Bischoff was super self-indulgent. Yeah, that's actually WCW. a really good... That's a really good comparison. Yeah. It, dude, this put me to... I was like, God... Because I watched this part of it. This is what this is what I turned off last... So I watched the first hour. This is like... It was like an hour and five minutes when he really was like just knee deep, neck deep in, in just promo... And I was like, all right, I'm going to watch the rest of this tomorrow. And that was last night at like 11 o'clock. Yeah. He, talking way too much. His jacket's like one size too small, but which was distracting. It's, it's not, it, for me, it's not so much the length of his promos. He just doesn't bring anything new. Doesn't say There's anything. nothing new. Doesn't From the very anything. beginning, it's yeah. been the same thing. Yeah. You all suck. I have money. I use that money to hire these guys to do what I want them to do. Mm-hmm. And because of that, we're the best. It's oh wow! The same thing. This is great. Diehard Homer says, or when every show opened with a Constable Corbin promo. Yeah, that's yeah. along the same lines. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. I, I'm in the same boat as you. I want to see McAfee go off the top of the cage, uh, uh, with on hitting anybody. <laughs> 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 I can't. I want anybody to get hurt. I want to see him lose, and I not because want... he's got so much heel heat with me. I want this to be a situation where Finn Balor got hurt. They're like, what can we do to to get some excitement about the show? People seem to care about Pat McAfee. Let's bring him back for a thing with Undisputed Era for War Games so we can go take over Cycle without a champion. And once this is over, then he'll leave again and we have to worry about him for a while. Yeah. That's what I'm hoping for. I I can't do it. I can't do it anymore, man. Dude, I'm actually like, when I was watching this, I was like, man, I kind of miss Karrion Cross at this point. At least Karrion Cross has presence, man. He could talk. And I love his promos. His he doesn't overstay his welcome. Yeah, he brings his, something new every time. His promos are great, man. Yeah, man. This is just can't wrestle for shit. Um, so after that, we had a great, I've totally my favorite part of last week's show, man. And when we did our lightning round recap, which a lot of people gave a shit about, but what are you gonna do? It was Thanksgiving. What do you want after Thanksgiving? I know. Thanksgiving. I was out of town. I wanted my turkey sandwich leftovers, man. Uh, the whole thing is stuffing in my in-laws' refrigerator is waiting to take a giant spoon. What and get am into. I supposed to not eat it? It's there. Grizzled young veterans came back last week. So what and, they're doing uh, is they're taking all, all, not all, but a lot of the tag teams from NXT UK, depleting that tag division mm-hmm. to bolster the tag division NXT Prime. That's okay. They have nothing but they have like tons of great tag teams there. So it's, you can do that. Um, so yeah, we had a grizzled young veterans package about them being back. I loved all the slow mo shots of James Drake. James Drake has very like eighties Fabio hair, mm-hmm. you know. So you get lots of, hair, of shots of it. Sort of, you know, he's a very handsome man. Uh, Zach is not, but James Drake, very handsome man, doesn't talk. After that video package, we had more uh, water exercises with Boa and Zia uh, Lee. Yeah, uh, for probably what's going to end up being Karen Q, mm-hmm. uh, her return or re debut or whatever. Was she ever mm-hmm. actually on TV? She was on TV, wasn't she? Oh, was she in the May Young Classic? One of the May Young Classics? Uh, I don't recall. Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, uh, after that, we had uh, Everrise, ver- what was supposed to be Everrise, versus the grizzled young veterans. Uh, but before the match started, Imperium. Imperium. We can't we can't get a plane to the UK. Uh, Imperium takes out Everrise. They claim, Marcel Bartel gets on the mic and claims that the tag division there belongs to them, even though. Like, they're not the tag champions. Well, they were not um, long ago, though. Yeah, they were. 
the referee seemingly is like, okay, whatever. We got two tag teams. Let's just do this match now. Well, he's out there to do a match, you know. I wonder if he if the match doesn't happen, he doesn't get paid. So maybe it's, it's you know, in his own bed. Paper match. To, uh, yeah. White Brownie says she was in the second May Young. There you go. All right. All right. Anyways. Uh, so after that, yeah, that match happened. Uh, Imperium had the upper hand the vast majority yeah. of this match. Yeah. Like yeah. the entire it, it thing. It kind of felt like in kayfabe, Grizzled Young Veterans hadn't had a match since <laughs> shutdown happened. That's probably true. Yeah, I think it is true. Yeah, they I haven't had a match. That's totally but, I mean, true. It, but it seemed like they hadn't been in a wrestling ring since. In kayfabe or out of kayfabe, that's the same, man. You know, pandemic's k pandemic is kayfabe, man. So, um, so anyways, uh, yeah, I mean they're they're in control most of this. I like the bit where Gibson and Bartell are trading shots to the throat. Uh, yeah. That was good. Uh, the bit where they do the thing where Bartell throws a guy from the top into Eichner, who gets him up for a brain buster, was really impressive this time because Drake basically almost just fell to the ground, and Eichner had to grab him yeah. and power him up. Yeah. That was so impressive. Yeah, because usually, yeah, Bartell throws him off the top towards him. And he this sort of he like, just kind of pushed him. He just pushed him. Yeah, he just pushed him because usually they sort of land like they do the arc. Yeah, yeah. But this time he just pushed him into him and he just grabbed him and powered him up. That dude's got so much strength. It's ridiculous. Yeah, that's true. So uh, towards the finish, uh, Grizzled Young Veterans and Bartell, they're all ringside uh, brawling. Eichner goes to his corner, realizes there's no one there, sees Bartell over there brawling with Grizzled Young Veterans, uh, hits them all with a frog splash, and then Everize comes back down to get their pound of flesh on Imperium for beating them up before the match. And uh, then so they go up the, the top of the ramp, start talking crap, saying uh, Ever, Ever Rise rules. Ever Rise and rules. Then, and when Grizzly Young Veterans and Imperium stands up to to, to to stare at them, they run off, go to commercial, come back. They're in their car. Mackenzie asks them, what happened out there? And I think it's what, Chase Parker is his name? He says, uh -huh. Ever Rise rules. That's what's happened. And then they speed off. Um. Isn't it weird that like a team that clearly belongs in AEW is in NXT? <laughs> this is the most AEW team there is, and it's hilarious to see them mm -hmm. in like the dark, danky, you know, wrestling Capital Wrestling Center with all these grizzled young veterans. Yeah, um, yeah no, that was cool because like you know, midway through the match, you're just thinking to yourself, "All right, so Everize are just like, are they still laying around doing nothing? Like, aren't they going to want to teleport out? Yeah, get a piece of this?" So that was kind of cool. They did that after a really long match um, that didn't have a finish. So uh, after that, we had Thatch's Thatch can live again. This was kind of clever because <laughs> he gets he's kind of close to the camera and uh, and he's like, OK, today, my newest student. And he turns around and Champ is standing next to. Uh, so they call him Tyler Russ, but it's Russ Taylor was his name coming into the performance gotcha, center. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, and Thatch uh, says today's lesson was distraction. I like this. He said, a lot of people in NXT, they lose by distraction. Either they hear someone's theme music or someone gets on the apron. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to show the student they had to deal with distraction. He turns around, Chompa's there, and Thatch literally did this. <laughs> Jump back. <laughs> He's like, hey, I got no issue with the man. And Chompa calls him a disappointment. Yeah, yeah. He's like, hey, Thatch says, hey, I don't want any trouble. And he shoots on Champa. Uh, Champ uh, decks him and he says, uh, Lesson one, don't be an ass. Mm -hmm. And then Thatch's student jumps Champa from behind. Mm -hmm. And then Thatch mm -hmm. joins in. They fight to the floor. Uh, Thatcher sends Champ into the barricade a couple times, puts him back in the ring, and then chokes him out. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was uh, that was pretty good stuff. Uh, and then afterwards, he has an uh, an interview. Why does it say champion interview? Is a Thatcher interview? Thatcher interview. Um, yes. Thatcher has an interview where he confirms that he's ha- he has a match to take over mm-hmm. with Champa. That should mm-hmm. be a killer match. I hope so. Really it should be good. Uh, and then we had our main event. Main event. Raquel Gonzalez versus Shashi Blackheart in the ladder match. So they must have uh, took some of the props, the purchase they had from Halloween Havoc, and they set them up on the opposite side of the Capitol Wrestling Center from the ramp. And on one of them, they had Team Shotzi, later Rhea and Ember Moon. And the other one, they had Team LeRae, so it was Candice, Tony Storm, and Dakota Kai. Mm-hmm. So they were just standing up there watching the match. Uh, and then the, the one thing that kind of bothered me about all that is so towards the end, in, Indy Hartwell, I'll just fast forward a little bit, takes a ladder, goes there, sets the ladder up so Team Candice can get off the perch and go down to ringside. Yeah. And they're down there for a bit, checking on Raquel after that one spot. And then Rhea and Ember Moon just run down from the ramp. Well, I like how, how did they, they get off the perch. I like that. I liked how they kind of revealed it though, because you see them climbing down. Yeah. And and then they go and attack, and then the camera cuts back to what they and wanted. There's no one on it. Yeah. And there's nobody there. So I don't know. They just climb down. I guess. I don't know. But why they I, have to make such a huge deal about Indy bringing the ladder over? How come? Team well, because they're bad guys. Down? It's very Keystone Cops. They're bad. They have like a ridic- ridiculously mm. long ladder. I'm okay with that. I mean, it's it, it is what. It, what are they supposed to do? Just stand up there and like look around? Oh, how are we gonna get down? Oh goodness, what are we gonna no, do? No, don't even make a deal of it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I was okay with that. I mean, I see what you're saying. Uh, so, but yeah, so I, I sort of mentioned this to you before. I get that Shotzi's going to be like the big star coming out of all this, and like they're really, really booking her strong. Um, this ma- and I, I don't know if it was the Raquel Gonzalez thing. I didn't really think Raquel Gonzalez should have been in this ladder match. Um, it just, I, I, I think I mentioned this yesterday in our preview. You know, this should have been if it was going to be Shotzi. I don't know. I like, I like how. In the men's war game matches, it wasn't the captains. It was, I mean, Pete Dunn's obviously their high, highest powered up guy, but you know, you didn't have Adam Cole in there. You had Kyle O'Reilly, um, Raquel Gonzalez. I mean, she's obviously not team captain. They should have put like Dakota Kai in this match mm-hmm. and like Ember Moon. You know, mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. that would have been a much better match because um, th- there were there are parts of this that just came off as a bit on the. I don't, don't want to say dangerous necessarily, but I don't know. It just felt kind of clunky. There, there was some, there was some good stuff going on. There was some cool stuff. Some of it just felt kind of clunky. That that bit where Shotzi sends Raquel into the ladder, step in the corner, and follows with a cannonball on her back, and Raquel's back arches in a really uncomfortable looking manner. There was that. I made a note of that. There was the bit where Shotzi comes off the. T- you know, sometimes Shotzi scares me with her bigger moves. You know, we've seen it a couple times when she does some bigger moves and some scary stuff kind of happens. Like her fundamentals are great. Her character work is great. Sometimes with the bigger stuff, she scares me. There is the bit where she came off the top and Raquel was supposed to sort of, I guess, reverse it into a bit of a power bomb onto mm. the floor. And I mean, basically it was just Shotzi came off the top and she just sort of landed flush on her back on the floor and Raquel caught some of her legs like a little bit. It was just things like that. There was the the sort of the whatever it was springboard apron DDT that looked kind of ugly also. Um I just think when you're dealing with like a ladder match, and NXT always tries to get really ambitious with ambitious with this stuff, like Ember Moon and Dakota Kai. That's that's how you get the best match out of something like this. 
Also, too, if the plan is for Team Chassis to pick up the win here and then also at War Games, you're kind of taking a little bit of Chassis' thunder from her picking up the win here. You know? Why don't you give that to Ember? You know what I mean? Like, if Shotzi's going to get the win at War Games, give this one to Ember, who kind of at this point needs it. Like, Rhea's been champion. EO is champion. Shotzi's probably going to win War Games. You give this to Ember, who, like, just got chumped out by Tony Storm last week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Why not make it Ember versus Tony Storm? Yeah, you could do that, too. That, that was my other thought, too. Yeah. Yeah. You put two veterans in here um, instead of this match. Uh, I, I like the finish, though. So, like you yeah, mentioned, the there was... There was the uh, the the two you know uh, elevated stages where uh, Indy came and helped them all get down. Also, I like how they're explaining Indy's not in the match because she has the the neck brace. Neck brace, yeah. <clears throat> um, so they all attack uh, uh, Shotzi on the outside after that power bomb bit, um, and then well, Rhea... nothing. It was just it was just I think Shotzi just did a seated senton, and that's all it was. I don't know if she's supposed to reverse it into anything else. I think she just came a little short on the seat. Well, she didn't land the senton. I I don't know. I don't know. I mean, if it was supposed to be a seated senton, she didn't hit it. And Raquel, I mean, she just ended up getting flat on the floor. Whatever Mm -hmm. it was supposed to be, like, it didn't end up good for Shotzi um, because it looked terrible for her. Raquel goes down, too. Uh, So uh, the bad guys come down. They attack Shotzi. Uh, uh, The good guys come down. So all the refs are all involved with that stuff. Uh, So... Uh, after that, uh, Indy goes and sets up a, ring, a ladder in the she ring. She sets up the ladder in the ring to she help get the briefcase. Yeah, Shotzi takes her out. Raquel takes Shotzi out. Eo comes out, takes out Raquel. She like does a springboard onto that Raquel. Was great. On the ladder, that was great. She springboard onto, great. right onto Raquel's back, put a sleeper on her. That was cool. That was awesome. So then Eo goes uh, to the top. She moonsaults onto everybody there on the floor. Shotzi climbs up, gets the briefcase. So it was mm. a really fun finish. It was a really it was cool a fun finish. finish. Yeah, yeah. It was a fun finish. It's, it's cool to see EO in there. Oh, Uncanny Ironfish says it's implied that EO brought the ladder. I didn't see the ladder that had been brought to the faces. Um, I guess that would make some semblance of sense. I guess so. If, like, EO's there, I they found a way to get down. There. I didn't notice the ladder, though, because everything is black. Yeah, if, the, was, if the, the ladders the shot, were yellow. The shot of the empty perch was really quick, too. <clears throat> it was a really fast shot. I kind of want to go back now and just see. But, if that, the but then, there. didn't Rhea run down the ramp? I'm assuming they she went came from the other around. direction. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm. I don't know the layout exactly of what would do that. I mean, regardless, Anyways. yeah. Okay, so Uncanny Ironfish confirms you could see it. It was on the other side if you looked close. <laughs> yeah, they they, they might have. If 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 they had a yellow ladder and commentary yelled out, "Who brought their ladder?" Then it's like, oh, okay, cool. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Yeah. No, such anyway. a quick shot. Yeah. W- yeah. I, don't feel, I don't feel like that's nitpicking. I mean, I was fine with them just sort of figuring out a way to get down. They're athletes. They're super wrestlers. They could yeah. figure out how to do that. Yeah. Yeah. But if the story they're trying to tell is EO brought a ladder to and help, help them, them yes. get down, that's kind well, of a story but you want to make clear. 
But here's the thing, too. When Indy brought the ladder over, I thought, so wait a second. They put ladders next to these perches and put them up there and take the ladders away, I guess, so they don't get involved. Mm-hmm. I was yeah. like, that's a, a pretty elaborate means by which to keep people out of a match, which is by its very nature, no disqualification. Ladder matches yeah. are no DQ. They can get involved. Yeah, but I can understand why they wouldn't want them to. I get that. Did they do the same that. thing? I didn't. I didn't watch. And, the... it, and it mirrors the war games aspect of things too. A bit. Did they do the same thing for the men's match last week? I didn't watch. I didn't watch it because I didn't have time. No, no. Because that's no. when that's when Mass Pat McAfee came out. Helped yeah. Me, right. Me. Yeah. All right. All right. I, man, no. Wait. I thought I saw Undisputed Air out there though. I don't know. Maybe somebody in the. Uh... All right. Well, we'll answer some questions. Dark, dank, lucha. How does WWE NXT react overall to this whole super wrestling universe collaboration? And how much have I missed so far? They were. So, yes, they were. Okay. According to Freedom KME. Thank you. All right. Uh, How will WWE or NXT react to this burgeoning relationship between AEW and Impact Wrestling? How will WWE react? I don't think they're going to do it. I don't know. They'll think of some knee jerk reaction. What can reactionary thing, especially if the ratings, if if AEW next week is over a million. Oh, speaking of which, why does nobody have the ratings right now? They should be out. Usually, yeah, chat be. gives us ratings. Yeah, about one o'clock they usually come out. Hmm. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Give me some. Give me some ideas. What could they do? You're in the war room. You're in the war room, man. For some reason. For some reason. Oh, here. How about this? It's this. That's not scary. My ghost podcast takes off huge. WWE offers you half a mil, and you're okay. like, I got to take it. I got to take it. So, you so how's, it. how's how's you're this in the war on? room? You're in the war room. But ha- okay. okay. Vince says Larson, just go with me, okay? Larson, all right, all right, improv. all right, all right. Larson, yeah. Do you see this new unholy alliance between? Oh, I hate saying their names. AEW and Impact. I did. I should have bought Impact when I had the chance. What do we do to counter them? Uh, send Brock Lesnar to NXT. He doesn't want to wrestle. John Cena, then. <laughs> he wants to wrestle. He's the peacemaker now. The Rock. Send them all. So, Brock, Rock, and Cena. Send them all to yeah. NXT. You write them each $10 million check. Okay. There you go. Done. Done. And you send them all to NXT. I don't know what you do. I mean, there's nothing you can do. You just you be you. You do you. Do you best you can. This is what you want. If you want to get the. What, you, what I'd say, what I'd say, and I'd probably get fired immediately, is like Vince. Uh, <laughs> You just take worry about have this. Just worry about NXT. Move it to when to Thursday nights, and don't concern yourself too much about what AEW is doing. Oof, he's not gonna because like this, that. this thing this thing you're doing with NXT using it to potentially siphon off siphon viewers away from AEW. Uh, it, it's it if it's working, it's working at the detriment of your own show, potential growth of your audience on said show. Uh, and at the end of the day. Um, you're costing yourself potentially money. You just don't do it. I don't like any of your ideas. Yeah, I'd be fired. That's fine. Hopefully, that's not a guaranteed deal. <laughs> uh, David Matushik. Uh, yeah, no ratings up yet. Do you ever think about the <laughs> David Matushik? You ever think about the Slim Jim guy giving a free supply of the stuff to Randy Savage in heaven right now? <sighs> David Matushik is obsessed with the Slim Jim guy. Yeah. I mean, it's sad that he died, but I think he was pretty old. You know, he's got a good legacy. Probably left his family plenty of Slim Jim money. Mm-hmm. 
Um, Asian Murr says, Steve, who tells the better good night story, Pat McAfee or Rich Swan? Oh, boy. So Rich Swan literally has like a sleepy, like his promos are pretty sleepy. But man, Pat McAfee's are aggressively sleepy. I don't know. I mean, sleepy Carl Anderson was pretty great that one time. (laughs) One of his first impact promos was super sleepy Anderson. Yeah. It's funny. You can totally tell. I noticed this also with Mike Bennett uh, when I watched his promo on NWA Shockwave. You can tell when somebody's out of practice doing unscripted promos. Mm-hmm. You can tell. It's hilarious. Um, Wolfpack for life. Because they, they hit every trope. They move from trope to trope. It's as if like they have a, a map of tropes. That that you're supposed to hit. Yeah. Uh, Wolfpack for life. What spots would you like to see in a War Games match that hasn't been done yet? All mat wrestling. Just pure mat wrestling. Nobody even touches the cage. (laughs) You know know that bit in uh, Peanuts comic strips where Charlie Brown tries to punt the ball? Or kick the ball, and someone moves a football away yeah, from. Yeah, Lucy moves it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and he, and he falls on his on his on his, uh, his backside. Mm-hmm, yeah. I want something like that to happen off the top of the cage. <laughs> oh wow, that's that's I'm violent. I that's kid. violent. I'm not serious. That's I'm not so serious. violent. Pat McAfee goes for a punt. That's good. He goes for a punt, and then yeah, okay, and then he just falls. Adam Cole moves his head and he falls off. And it's yeah. just like yeah, I've never seen like just a straight flat bat flat back bump from the top of the yeah, cage. It's probably not safe. That's probably why you've never seen it. It's like when Mankind did it top of hell in his cell. That dude just took a bump from the top of the cage. There was nothing. There was no table there. He just took a bump. Yeah. I kid. I don't want to see a big go off and take a flat back off the top of the cage. Griffin of Might thoughts I don't on the rumors of, uh, of uh, All-Japan WWE Alliance. That's, those, those, that chatter's been around for a while. What's that? The... Uh, I looked into it after reading this question. WWE All Japan Pro Wrestling Partnership Alliance. That dates back to the spring. Oh, that was supposed to be. Wasn't WWE supposed to buy like Noah or something like that? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Die Hard Homer, this is a good question. Do Dunn, Lorcan, and Birch stay together after McAfee leaves? They shouldn't. If the whole thing is that he's paying them yeah, to essentially just, be his friends. It's like, yeah, you get, it's kind of like getting laid off within yeah. a company that you're not getting laid off from. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I want, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. The way Grizzled Young Veterans looked against Imperium, I, like, because I was thinking, when I, when I, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, they have to step up their game, too, in kayfabe, because they look like crap against Imperium. Uh, Big Chris, what would you guys book? How would you guys book Undisputed Era's Farewell NXT feud? And would you rather them end up on Raw or SmackDown? Mustache Mountain comes in and sends them on their way. There you go. That's good. I really Similarly, just want Mustache Mountain and friggin' I know. NXT Prime. Similarly themed here, Ryan Rubik's Cube asks, if it does turn out this is Undisputed Era's last takeover, do you give them the main event as a send-off, or do you still give it to the women's war game match? If it's their send-off, I mean, Undisputed if it's Era, their, they, yeah. they have run NXT for the last three years. More or less. If they're clearly, Out and I don't, know, I don't know how much more clear you could have made it with Rhea Ripley's goodbye, and then she just comes back. Like, you couldn't make it any more clear. I know. I mean, unless there was like a post, like a network exclusive, she says, you know, 
farewell to the fans. They didn't do that. Nope. I don't know. Yeah, if it's their farewell, sure, give them the main event. Who cares? Sure. Moses supposes, should Phantasmo drop the cruiserweight title so he can go for the North American championship? Not the way he's booked now. Yeah, I mean, should he? Yeah, that'd be cool. He's great. He is great. But I'd rather them do what they said they were going to do and make the cruiserweight division relevant again. Mm-hmm. Night by night, which NXT superstar appreciates a plate of freshly baked chocolate chip cookies and a nice oh, cold glass of milk. Man, if I could go to Miss Fields right now, I'd do it. I mean, based on what limited experience we've had with Damian Priest, not him, because we offered him a donut, he said no. He said no, but he hesitated. He did. He's, he's in NXT now. He's there. I know. Mission accomplished. But he's also in the best shape of his life. And he probably doesn't want to jeopardize that over a plate of cookies. Yeah, probably right. Um, well, in that case, I mean, this next question has to do with Malcolm Bivens. I'd say Malcolm Bivens. Does he count? Remember, remember Indushare? And yeah. They, shared, they, they Indushared way too much. They did. <laughs> God dang, man. It, what, what are you thinking? Talk about, I mean, is that the, is that the, the Alistair Black, uh, award of the year Indushare? <laughs> Bonehead move, bonehead wrestler move of the year. Oh man, let's share too much. What the heck? Yeah, An NXT move. title change. Bad move, man. Wasn't that what it was? Yeah, it was, it was Keith, Keith Lee, Lee winning Keith the title, Lee winning the NXT title. Yeah. Wow, because it was taped. Put this on my IG story. <laughs> Dang MQ. So when do we see the Tribal Chief on NXT to counter AEW? Mm. That'd be a bad move because, like, you know, you're risking. What if AEW beats the Tribal Chief? I know, and they probably would. By the way, yeah, I know. I want to see this. Somebody said they didn't think the ratings come out till tomorrow. Why would that be? There's no holidays this week, is there? Uh, Gareth Nicholas says Shotzi is totally debuting her new take at Tank. Sorry, at War Games. How will oh, this yeah. Tank? It's gonna be great. Be better than her last. It's gonna be LEDs. Larger than our previous tank, but smaller than the one Rusev rode in on WrestleMania 31. LEDs. And lots yeah, of smoke. A lot of lights. Yeah. Throat chop with the sub. Thank you. Great name. Yeah, I love the throat. The throat. Um, oh, wow. This is interesting. Enforcer says, Pro Wrestling Tees, which sells AEW merch, noted on social media that Sting's AEW t-shirt broke the record mm, for most mm. sales within 24 hours. This comes after Sting made his AEW debut. Yeah, I heard about that. Wow. Pretty great. People love Sting. And they love that AEW logo, which is half the shirt. <laughs> Asian Merce says, guys, the wrestling crossover for NXT is already happening. They have NXT UK's tag division. Yeah. Yeah, they're crossing over with uh, NXT UK and uh, the now defunct Evolve. Yeah. So they're doing what they can do. <laughs> yeah, no ratings yet. Hmm. I don't know what's up with that. Anyways, that's going to do it for us today. Twitch chat, stick around. Yeah. We'll hang out for a little bit. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Help support Going In Raw today by becoming a Friendo Club TV member. You'll get access to new bonus episodes every week, including Friendo Club Arcade, 
live power rink, vintage 10 for the wins, and ask Steven Larson. Get access to Friendo Club TV today by becoming a $5 and up patron at patreon.com forward slash Steven Larson, by throwing us a sub at twitch.tv forward slash Steven Larson, or by clicking join at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson. you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today.